Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast, a Fenway Bowl slash big recruiting weekend edition of the Cards Cast. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. Jody checking in with us from Boston, where he's going to be joining Paul Rogers on the game call from Fenway Park. Uh, I'm on cold. Yeah, it's cold, cold, cold. So, but, uh, you know, and what what a bowl game it is, Jody. I mean, so many different storylines. I mean, first of all, obviously, Louisville's back in the bowl season. That's good. They're, they've got a winning season. They're trying to get an eighth win. But you're doing it against an old rival. The keg of nails is there. And the coach that helped guide your team to the bowl season is now employed by the team that you're playing. Quarterbacks are out. Some other key players are out. Easy game to pick, right? <laughs> yeah, I, and, and here here's my thing. So, so look, we're gonna get, we'll get into it in a minute. But so many weird things have happened in this with this bowl game. I mean, it's just weirdness after weirdness after weirdness, including a fire alarm the night before tonight yeah. before the game, as uh, it just delayed us doing this podcast because um, I'm on the 19th floor and had to go down 19 floors, and the team is between I'm on 18. Sorry, and the team's between 18 and 25, and a lot of guys were told to stay in their rooms, and some guys went down the stairs. And so, I mean, just a wild, weird, wacky December fourth to December seventeenth. It's been weird, Michael. And uh, are you blaming so much... Scott Satterfield? Uh, I, I there's a guy that ran out of here that pulled his. No, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Had I'm a visor teasing. on. I'm just teasing. Guy that pulled the fire alarm had a visor on. No, yeah, just, total just joke, joke. Total joke. Just a joke. But um, yeah. So I. I uh, so many weird things have gone on. I, I don't know how you pick it. And and Dion Branch said something to me today. So we did some pregame meetings with him and talked and, and that kind of thing. And he said something to me during the meeting. He, he he said, you know, we're preparing for um the guys that we know play for them, um, as if some of those guys are still going to play for them because you know, you can say you're not in the portal. You can say you're in the portal, or you can say you're going to go to the the to the draft and, and that kind of thing. But did you change your mind? And that's where we are in in this sport is changing their mind left and right. You know, Ben Perry changed his mind for Louisville. Um, you know, <clears throat> Zach Edwards has apparently changed his mind because I ran into him in the hotel, uh, and, and, and he was in the transfer portal, and now he's back with the team. So you can change your mind, and I just don't know. Um, how many truly how many players 
off of Cincinnati's team are they missing and, and, and that kind of thing. And I'm not saying that they're like hiding things or whatever, because I just think if you don't have a whole lot of meat, you don't you know, look, it's been, it's been December 4th till now. And there's a coaching change at both schools, including one of the coaches going from the one school to the other. So there hasn't been a whole lot of media opportunity to ask about things that we normally would leading up to a bowl. If this was December 23rd, or if this was December 31st, or, or something like that. So we haven't had that opportunity. The media has it on either side. Um, we know the Louisville guys that are pretty much out, the main guys that are out, you know, Malik and uh, T. Huddy uh, is, is out. I I don't think Malik would have played anyway. You know, Keetrell Clark uh, isn't going to play. Um, so, yeah, we know that. But we but but it, it was it really struck me when Dion said, you know, we're we're practicing as if all those guys are still there and we adjust as we go because, you know, we we're we they might not be and, and we have to know that they might not be. But we have to also prepare like what happens if if somebody this week changed their mind and they are there. So uh, so I think it's a good job. And look, this this team is I was afraid they weren't going to be focused. I was afraid that they were going to be just like, oh, hum, whatever. Um, but the seniors have really kind of brought this team together. And when I talk about seniors, I talk about, you know, Yasir Abdullah and Yaya Diaby, Momo Sanago on the defensive side of the ball. And then, you know, Caleb Chandler on the offensive side of the ball. These guys have really done a good job of with leadership and, uh, and bringing this team together. And uh, I think that's why they're going to play hard. I think they're going to play tough. I think they'll make some mistakes. I think both teams are going to have a ton of penalties because you don't have but you know seven full-time coaches that are on the that are on the sidelines and the sidelines are on the same side. So it's going to take a lot to to sub guys in and not get a penalty. Where do you go? How do you do all that kind of stuff? So uh just a wild and crazy game. It is. And then it's going to be a little cold. It's not like you're in South Florida or you know in Texas or something like that. Here in Boston in mid-December, it's chilly. You know, there, there's some snow forecast uh, for the morning, which obviously the game kicks off at, at 11. So um, it, it's going to be a, a cold ball game. So that's going to factor into the play as well. And, you know, in Cincinnati's obviously they've got to change a quarterback due to injury, but they're also expected to be without some of their top receivers or top tight ends, which is, you know, a pass catching tight ends, not going to play in, in theory. We're, they're top we're, two tight ends. Top yeah. two, Leonard yeah. Taylor. Uh, uh, Josh Wiley and Leonard Taylor have a combined 16 career touchdowns and neither one of them are expected to play. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the Cincinnati offense is going to look like. Um, and I'm not totally confident on what Louisville's offense is going to look like. You know, it's, I think it's obviously a great thing that, that Brock Dolman has gotten so much experience that he has, you know, made, making a few starts, obviously he's faced some really difficult uh, defenses. So he's used to that. Uh, and, you know, I think Cincinnati's got a pretty stout defense and most of their guys seem like they're going to play. Um, and, and I think for that, you know, Brock's experience with this group um, and the way Jawar Jordan's been running the ball uh, of late, you know, over hundred yards in his last two games, um, I think Louisville's got a slight edge offensively, and you were talking about the senior leadership on defense, Jody. Uh, you know those guys are playing, and I think that's big for Louisville as well. And if they can continue to to have create the havoc that they have been throughout the season, I, I expect that they will you know give it their all. Um, I, I like Louisville's chances to be on the W side of things in this one, but I think it's not going to be that high scoring of a ball game. No, I think the kickers are going to get uh, a lot of uh, of of, of uh, use. 
Kickers um, and punters, yeah. It, it, it's funny when Paul and I were going over some stuff for our pre you know, for our pregame, and you look at the depth charts. Um, Cincinnati's missing their top three punt and kick returners are, are guys that we expect, I should say, I'm gonna I just said don't, you know, we don't know who they're missing, but we don't and we really don't, but they're expected to miss their top three punt and kick returners. Um, yeah. you know, and, and and that's something where when you've got a new staff because you don't you have an interim coach, both teams have an interim coach. Louisville has three full-time assistants and Cincinnati has five full-time assistants that are going to be on the bench. Um, and, and so you just don't know kind of what they're going to call and how they're going to call it. Nate Letton will call the plays for Cincinnati. Um, he is a 2015 graduate from center college who was a graduate assistant at Cincinnati for two seasons until this year when he became the, t- the tight end coach. Uh, at Cincinnati. So his first year as a full-time assistant, Josh Stepp, we'll call it for Louisville. It's his first year with Louisville. Now, he was going to be, he was promoted to the Georgia State Offensive Coordinator last year before he got the Louisville job. So he's got some experience, but he hadn't called a game since back in high, when he was calling high school games. So you don't know what to expect. Here's what I'll uh, I'll tell you. Here's what I think. I think Louisville's, I think both teams will try some trick plays. I think Louisville's got some up their sleeve that uh, uh, think of think Dion Branch and think of Bill Belichick. And he keeps mentioning Bill Belichick every time I talk to him and every time he does an interview about situational football, trying to steal a possession here or there, trying to do some little things to win this game. And I think he's going to draw into that. By the way, Dion's a freaking star here. He is an absolute rock star in this New England area. Everywhere we've gone, everybody that comes in, we were at a watch party for the volleyball game on uh, Thursday night, and the waiter is like, "Where's Dion? Where's Dion? Where's Dion? I gotta meet Dion." And it's just he is a rock star up here. The whole media day thing, the all the questions were for Dion basically instead of anybody else. Yeah, yeah, and and that's awesome. I mean, that's one of the things that uh, Brock Doman talked about. You know, from one of the practices practices that we were able to go to as they prepared for this Fenway Bowl, and you know, and he was talking about that obviously the coaching change and what practices are like with, with basically a skeleton crew and grad assistants and, and quality control guys basically running things. Uh, but asked specifically about the Fenway Bowl, and that's the first thing they went with was, hey, we know Dion's huge in the New England area. We want to go up there and get a win for him and you know and bring this back home and make it a great experience for a guy that's, as you obviously just exper- uh, extra- ex- explained and described, that he's so loved up there. Um, you know, that's kind of cool that they're pointing at that. They're aware of how big he is up there. And and certainly that could also play a factor, you know, a little bit of the X factor stuff there as well. So um, it, it was it, it's weird, though, to see the layout. You know, Paul Rogers shot out a, a, a picture from what your angle, the radio guy's angle is going to be for calling this game. And it's, you know, a, will be a great view for baseball, obviously, at, at one of the baseball's greatest venues. Uh, but it's kind of a, a difficult angle for radio college and it's gonna be hard to see some of those yard markers jody uh it's gonna be brutal we actually <laughs> there was a <clears throat> there was a uofl outing this evening for a little happy hour thing and it was at the bleacher bar which i don't know if anybody's familiar with boston but it literally uh in the seat where i was stephen williams the uh baseball sid and i uh, we were with a couple others and we were sitting looking into center field in in uh, in fenway from out in the bar it's a bar that nice. is not connected that's connected to Fenway but it's not like it's a it's 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 its own bar you know what I mean like 
yeah. Fenway does the the Fenway management group doesn't run it and all that kind of stuff. So I told Paul, I was like, I might just go out to the bar out there and call the game because it'd be a better <laughs> angle. It's gonna be a terrible yeah. angle. Right, terrible angle. It's gonna be cold, but you know what? I, I'm excited. I want to see these guys play. These guys deserve it. Look, yep. We'll wrap it up like this for the bowl. Last Saturday night, um, they had a banquet scheduled for last Saturday night. Okay. It's a year end thing that they do every year. They've done it for how many ever years, uh, you know, that Louisville's had football. I, I don't know for, for as long Defensive as I can MVPs, remember. MVPs, oh, offensive yeah. MPTVs, yeah. That, that kind of yeah, thing. They, yeah. they get, they get dressed up, they have fun. They see a couple videos and they do all that kind of stuff. It had obviously been a tough week from Monday until Saturday, but the seniors voted to have that banquet. And, and if you would have seen the emotion in that room and the excitement in that room as they kind of finished up and wrapped up a graduation ceremony for the guys who who have graduated because the night before the bowl game is when graduation was at Louisville. And obviously the, uh, the 13 or 14 guys that graduated in the last two semesters last year, you know, last uh, in the spring semester and, uh, uh, and here in this semester were not able to, participate in that graduation so they did it there and the emotion that those guys showed and the excitement and just the look on their face of how appreciative they were for that I truly believe that's going to spill over into this look it doesn't matter who wins this game both these two teams are going in totally different directions okay like totally different directions uh from where they're at now it doesn't matter who wins this game but you would sure love to keep that keg of nails and in this in uh, uh, this season with eight wins and give you a little more energy and a little more excitement and a little more enthusiasm going into the start of the Jeff Brom era. Absolutely. Uh, get that momentum going for you, something positive. And- Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You mentioned Jeff Brom and some momentum and, you know, he and his, his forming staff are, are going to be back in Louisville welcoming, you know, a ton of, you know, top, you know, prospects, many of them committed to Louisville, some transfers, some other top targets as well. I mean, this is a, a big, I mean, we're staring at the early signing days on the 21st. We're staring at it right in its face and, and they're taking advantage of every last minute by getting these guys back on campus because of the NCAA rule. When you have that coaching change, guys that have taken official visits already here once they can do it again to get to know that coaching staff. And so they're taking, a lot of these guys are taking advantage of that and, and it should be another uh, big recruiting or it's going to be another big recruiting weekend for Louisville this time 
for the Jeff Brom staff at Louisville. Yeah, and it started on Thursday. You know, I mean, they already had Jaden Thompson, yeah. which, hey, here's another little twist of the bowl game. Jayden, yeah, exactly. Jaden Thompson, one of the top receivers for Cincinnati, was in Louisville <laughs> visiting the guys on, not playing. on Thursday night. Uh, we know for sure he's not playing unless he was in Louisville trying to, to steal some some plays. <laughs> but, no, I kid, he's he is definitely in the portal and definitely not playing. And it wouldn't shock me if he's a, a Cardinal here coming up in the, in the next uh, uh, week or so. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it started on Thursday night. They've had a few guys, just a few guys in on Friday. Most of the visits are beginning on Saturday. Uh, the Cali crew coming in uh, on a red eye uh, will be in Saturday. They're going to take, uh, they're going to have a watch party uh, of, of the game. You know, I mean, I know coach Brom, really was fighting with the toying with the idea and kind of fighting. Should I go to the bowl game and make an appearance and, and, and just kind of be there. <clears throat> uh, and I think they felt like it was just too important for him to be with the recruiting weekend, because not only are there going to be, um, you know, 16, 17 high school kids uh, this weekend on campus, but there's going to be, you know, eight, 10, something like that, as far as, uh, college transfers on campus as well. So um, it will be a, uh, a a big weekend, a big, big weekend for Louisville football. And um, look, it, it's a little different. Transfers sometimes don't want out there when they're visiting or where they're visiting. So they don't necessarily promote it like the high school kids do. I think we've seen most of the high school kids who are going to be on campus uh, confirm that they're going to be on campus. I think by the end of the weekend of the 14 guys committed right now, I think 12 will make it to campus. The only one not, DeAndre Moore, is reportedly going to visit Texas. And Sadiq Clements is just going to do his visit later on. He's going to sign next week, <clears throat> and he's committed to Louisville. Uh, he was committed to Purdue. He wants to play for Jeff Brom. He, he's just going to wait. It's not an early enrollee, from what I understand, He's just going to wait until January to do his. They almost just had too many guys, almost too many guys um, uh, that were that were coming in this weekend, Michael. It's going to be a huge weekend. It is, and obviously we're going to continue to have it uh, fully covered at Cardinal Authority. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of interest on you know which transfers are, are going to – how quickly it will leak that they were in Louisville. And, and I think that's kind of a two-sided thing. Obviously, some of the transfers themselves don't want it out where they're visiting and stuff. And I think probably some of the college coaches that are hosting these kids also don't want it out. It's kind of a different playbook than just your your regular high school recruiting playbook. I mean, you're you're doing it's a little bit of roster management and trying to you know fly under the radar on some of these transfers as well. So again, yeah, huge huge weekend for Jeff Brom and his staff, and, and we'll obviously continue to cover it throughout the weekend and all the way through signing day. Yep, no doubt we'll continue to keep uh, looking at it and going at it. A um, couple things real quick. Um, remember, remember that. Uh, uh, the portal is still open, so when you're watching bowl games and uh, and you see somebody that's pretty good, you never know that guy might be in the portal the next day. Uh, so, like you know, some of the guys slinging the ball around might jump there, in there. There's, after seven, bowl there's seven games on. There's seven games on Saturday. If you watch uh, all seven of them, the chances that you see somebody that's going to be playing for Louisville over the next couple <laughs> of years are probably pretty. They're probably pretty good. And I don't even mean now. I mean maybe even you know next year in the portal. It's just. Uh, it's just the way it is with the portal. It's 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 wild and crazy out there. Uh, they just need to keep this class, for the most part, intact. If they can 
if they can do what I, I think they can do and it be around 20 ish, 21 ish, um, even 23, 24, that's a big win for the way things kind of happened and when they happened, uh, just being on December 20, December 4th. Yeah, I think if, if you know, I'm not saying that they're, they're going to lose anymore. Obviously, we're talking Ruben Owens has already, you know, made his flip. Um, you know, not sure if we'll, if Louisville will lose any others, but even if you do, you know, you know, hopefully Louisville and Jeff Brom can land a couple of surprises at the end as well. And I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility either. So should be an exciting couple of days as we get up to the 21st. Yeah, no question. That is, uh, that is it. Uh, uh, um, I'll, uh, so what we'll, um, let's see, we will, uh, we'll keep you posted all weekend um, as, as everything that's going on and, and kind of, what is uh what is happening it's uh it's gonna be wild and crazy it's gonna be fun uh and if they can win a bowl game uh on top of it then uh it's gonna be it it, it like i said it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean anything but i really want that uh i really want that uh keg of nails coming home absolutely and you know what else i mean there's a big match going on in omaha uh as well so let's 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 see if we can get a, the trifecta you know, with basketball, football, and volleyball on Saturday, that would be huge. And then, obviously, with big recruiting weekend, it uh, could be a pretty exciting weekend for Card Nation. Yes, it definitely could be. For Michael McCammon, I'm Jody Dimling, and uh, we will see you soon. We'll have another podcast probably early in the week to recap everything that's happened over the course of the weekend and, uh, and hopefully uh, some commitment podcasts as well. For Michael McCammon, I'm Jody Dimling. This has been a game day edition of the Cardscast. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.